It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, and the Wizards lose to the Pelicans. We're going to talk about that performance, and is it time to worry about Johnny Davis? Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards Podcast. It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver. What's good, Wizards fans? I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So we are live tonight after the Wizards losing to the New Orleans Pelicans. 106 to 88. The Wizards dropped to one and two. The Pelicans are two and one. Now, the Pelicans did not have Trey Murphy the third tonight available um, due to rest. Um, Dyson Daniels due to an injury. EJ Liddell. Uh, was out as well with an ACL injury. Unfortunately, uh, the Wizards end up losing by 18 points. The Wizards did start off start off hot, 29 to 22 in the first quarter, and then um, they lost the second quarter, 20 to 24. But they were up at the half, uh, 49 to 46, and then they were outscored in the second half, 60 to 39. 60 to 39. Uh, I thought the Wizards started off very well. Vernon Vernon Carey started off very hot, finishing around the rim. He had the nice floater and nice touch. In the mid range, it was it wasn't at the free throw line. It was like right before the free throw line. He was not the pick and roll. He was just knocking that. He had really nice touch around the rim. So I really like what I see from Vernon Carey. But um, just looking at the numbers, the Wizards got bullied. They got outmatched. Um, they were overmatched athletically. It looked like um, you look at the rebounding. The Pelicans had forty six rebounds to the Wizards twenty five. The New Orleans Pelicans had twenty one offensive rebounds compared to the Wizards seven offensive rebounds. The Pelicans got to the free throw line 26 times compared to the Wizards 18 times. So they got to the line more. They were more physically, offensively, and uh, defensively rebounding the ball and offensively getting offensive rebounds. Um, T. Jones for the Pelicans, he had 15 rebounds, 15 rebounds, nine points of 15 rebounds. He had 10 offensive rebounds, 10, offers, 10 offensive rebounds. None of our bigs could get in front of him. Nobody was boxing out. 
I just thought they uh, – and the Pelicans started to run a little bit too towards the end. Isaiah Todd had a foul on an and one three. Um, they had a couple fa- – uh, the Pelicans had a couple getaway dunks and, and layups. Um, the Wizards, they just got – they got outplayed and outmatched tonight, and, and that's just what happened. It was not – it was very different from the game before where they won. Um, and and they, I thought from start to finish the Wizards played well. Um, but there are some guys that stood out, and then I do want to talk about Johnny Davis's performance um, and how he's been so far, and then I'll let you guys chime in just overall with your thoughts on the summer league, some uh, some studs and does some people that have stood out. Um, but um, I thought I thought Jaime Echenique gave some good minutes tonight. Vernon Carey once again, I thought he gave some good minutes and gave some effort um, and some hustle. Jordan Shackle showed some shot creation here and there, hit a nice turnaround shot. Um, Isaiah Todd hit a couple threes, but he really, really has to work on his awareness and uh, basketball IQ. Some of those fouls, you saw how he fouled Jaden Ivey and had his foot under him. He almost did it again uh, to the Pelicans' big man hitting that and one three towards the end of the game. I thought Tyler Hall has showed some some good flashes here and there, three for seven from the three-point line. He knocked down a couple threes. Um, I think Tahiri McCall, he played well again tonight, 10 points, four for four from the field, one for two from the three-point line, one for one from the three-point line. He needs more playing time. He plays with a lot of hustle and a lot of edge and a lot of tenacity. Tenacity. I think uh, Tahiri Hall definitely needs to get some more playing time. But the Wizards um, right now, it's just, it looked like the effort wasn't there and the physicality was lacking. It's, it's definitely that the Wizards franchise as a whole, the, the regular Wizards, they need to work on that as well. Um, physicality and athleticism look like they lack that tonight. Um, Devin Dotson, thought he played with some aggression out there, seven points, four rebounds, and three assists. Um, I thought he, he likes to pick up, he like he picks up from full court all the time. I think Jordan Goodwin definitely deserves some more playing time. He knocked down some shots in the first half, but the the um, Zach Guthrie, the head coach for the Washington Wizards, decided not to really play him much in the second half. He had five points and uh, two offensive rebounds, two rebounds as a whole, two for six from the field. That Jordan Goodwin definitely could have got some more playing time tonight. But I, I like I said before, I like what I saw from the Wizards' bigs, Jaime Echenique. I thought he played well again, and I thought Vernon Carey played well again. Uh, for the most part, Tyler Hall knocking down shots. So those were some guys that I thought – and Quentin Jackson is another guy that I thought played pretty well. Seven points, uh, two assists tonight, three for three from the free throw line and two for four. I thought he had a nice and one play where he got a steal and um, got to the basket and finished strong with an and one. So, um, But those, those are some of my notes. Just looking at some of the numbers from the Pelicans as well, um, Jay Harper from the Pelicans – he had 26 minutes, but what stood out for me, he's a he's a small, scrappy guard and a shifty guard. The Wizards could not stop penetration tonight. They just could not stop penetration. That's what really hurt them a lot. The Pelicans moved the ball a lot. They had a lot of ball movement. They had guys that were getting to the rim, getting to the paint, and they would find open cutters or open shooters for easy baskets. And that that's what really hurt the Wizards in the second half as well. But this number stood out to me. Jay Harper for the Pelicans had it was 10 for 14 from the free throw line. 10 for 14 from the free throw line. Didn't shoot the ball well from the field. It was 4 for 13, but he shot 14 free throws. And he's about 6, 6, 4, 6, 3 at the most. But this guy put a lot of pressure on the rim and put a lot of pressure on the Washington Wizards defense and went 10 for 14 from the free throw line. 18 points before the night was all said and done and, and six assists out there. Uh, Servetus, the big man who's a stretch five that can run the floor, can shoot the three. He had 25 points and five boards against the Washington Wizards. So, um, just, just a rough night, but it's a learning experience. That's what the summer league is for. It's for learning and getting better and improving. Um, it's been up and down for the wizards, the Pistons game, they looked overmatched and they came back in the second half. And then, um, the last game, they, I think from start to finish, the wizards played well and, and took over, but this game, they started off hot 
and then the Pelicans made adjustments and they played faster and moved the ball and got penetration to the basket and out-rebounded the Wizards, and they took over from there in, in the second half. So, uh, But I do want to get to Johnny Davis's performance and some other notes that I did write down, and then I do want to get to you guys' comments on the game, and then we'll wrap it up there. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. That's right, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you guys will love it in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are he- only here for a limited time. Go to build.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they are they are taste they taste amazing. All built bars are made with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about Built Puffs is, of course, they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they are actually good for you. They are the perfect taste when you've got a craving. You, If you need to satisfy your sweet tooth or if you need a quick, healthy snack, they are an excellent source of protein. Go to Built.com, use, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right. So I do want to bring up um, some of Vernon Carey's numbers here as well. I think he's playing really well. And I think he's a guy that really can battle for the um, third center spot with Todd Gibson. I thought he played really well. Tonight, he was five for six from the field, 11 points, four rebounds. Didn't get to the line much, but the last game, Vernon Carey went seven for seven from the free throw line. I forgot to point that out in the in the last uh, game recap um, for Vernon Carey. I thought he played really well tonight. I got to give him his credit as well. Um, uh, Pat Spencer with limited playing time. I thought he came in and played with some effort. He had three points. I thought he came in and played with some effort. Hit one. Um, he had an and one tonight. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. He didn't have an, he had a dunk and then he went one for two. This is the guy who played at Northwestern, played lacrosse. He has a long story or uh, a decorated story. And, you know, he was really good at lacrosse, but and then he played one year of uh, basketball at Northwestern from what I've heard. And, um, he's with the limited time he's played. I mean, for what, it, what it's worth, I thought he's, I thought he has come in and, and tried to play hard and make the most of his minutes for sure. So, uh, Pat Spencer, I thought he's a guy, I thought he was a guy that actually, um, not, I'm going to say actually, but I thought he was a guy that stood out. Tonight, for sure. Um, from the three-point line, looking at that number two, the Wizards were 38% from the from the three-point line. So they weren't bad, 10 for 26. Pelicans were 11 for 28, 39% from the three-point line. So both teams shot above league average. The Wizards were 12 for 18 from the free-throw line, 66%. So, um, But Johnny Davis, let's, let's get to the hot topic here. Uh, I do want to look at my notes here before we move on to Johnny Davis. I wrote down that Tyler Hall can shoot the three. 
did a really good job. Devin Dotson giving him some of his flowers as well. He only had one turnover in the first two games of the summer league in 42 minutes of play. So he did a really good job of protecting the ball. And that's what the Wizards are looking for. They talked about that with the addition of Monte Morris, guys that don't turn the ball over. Monte Morris had one of the highest assist to turnover ratios. So if you do want to get a two-way deal or get a call up, Devin Dotson did a did a solid job of doing that. I don't we'll I don't I don't see them really doing um any call-ups from this roster really from the G League most likely, but I think Devin Dotson definitely made a case somewhat showing that he could protect the basketball. Um, McCall had a nice buzzer beater um, before halftime, had a nice pump. I thought they should have called a foul there for sure. Um, Johnny Davis got glassed on a layup where he went to the basket. He went to the left and he got glassed. Um, another, one of my notes is the Pelicans went up tempo and they should showcase their athleticism because there was, they, they did. It looks like the, the, the Pelicans coach said, Hey, we're just going to run. And we're going to try to run this team out of the gym. And it looks like they, they were able to do that. The Pelicans had a nice putback dunk as well. I can't remember which player did it, but that showed off the athleticism from the Pelicans there as well. So, um, but yeah, let's, let's get to this hot topic in the room. Johnny Davis. I asked in the title, is it, how worried are you about Johnny Davis and his game translating to the NBA? I know it's, it's only three summer league games. You don't want to panic. As I said before, in the last episode, he's, he went, he's in, through two games. He's five for 20 from the field after this third game. If you just do the math, Johnny shot this here. I'm going to do the math here. So he was five for 20 from the field. So now he's eight for 27 from the field. Uh, He was 22% before this game started. So it's not really boding well after that. So if you do the math here, um, it's still about like 20, 25%. Yeah, it's still, it's still about 25% from, from the field really. So he's still not really shooting. It's, it's, it's in the 20s right now. So he's still not shooting well from the from the field at the moment. But um, there's just a lot of rooms for improvement. So I still don't see much shot creation from Johnny Davis. I still don't see a, a first step. He's still struggling to get by guys. The confidence he has to work on that, the aggressiveness. When I was, I was really disappointed in the fourth quarter because I was concerned that he was going to get a DNP in the fourth quarter, that they weren't going to put him back in because the, the Wizards did go on a little run there to come back. And then there was six minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they finally put him back in. I was like, okay, here we go. Um, but there was one time where he got the ball at the top of the key. I want to say it was Isaiah Todd passed it to him. So he takes, a hesita- he takes a quick dribble, and it looks like Johnny Davis wants to make a move and go to the basket. But actually, he didn't even look to go one-on-one and make a move. And that's that's the biggest concern to me right now is that he's not – you look at Wisconsin, there was not a shot that he did not like at all. There wasn't a play that he didn't like. There wasn't a matchup, a one-on-one matchup he didn't like. But right now he doesn't look confident. He's not taking it. He's not being aggressive to create offense for himself. He's taking one step or one or two dribbles, and he's getting stopped, and he's being stuck on an island. He's looking around, looking around, looking to pass. He doesn't really have any counter moves. He's not using a step back or a sidestep move that I've seen him do at Wisconsin. And I know it's a different speed. You listen to Brennan Haywood on the NBA TV um, broadcast, him and Jared Greenberg, I thought they did a good job. They, they were talking with Jose Alvarado, and they were talking about kids and whatnot. I think they, they got a little off the rails there. But Brennan Haywood broke it down really, really well. They, he was like, Johnny Davis is not explosive. And that's, that's going to be his swing skill, really, is finishing over NBA athleticism or trying to score, create a shot against NBA athleticism. Now, what I did like is that he was not hesitant to shoot the three. I thought he shot the three. Um, better than what he has this um, in, in, in the summer league, really better in, in college, honestly, as well. Johnny Davis was two for four from the three-point line. I wanted him to shoot the ball more. That's going to be a swing skill for him as well, shooting the three ball. He shot 30% in college. That's not his game. Now, his game is really predicated on the mid-range, which is an old-school game. And I said, hey, 
I, I don't mind him being a mid-range scorer, but if you're going to do it, do it confidently and go ahead and do it. I don't mind him being a mid-range assassin. There's there's guys in the league. Rui is a good mid-range shooter. Devin Booker is a good – I'm not going to compare him to Devin Booker, but Devin Booker can score in the mid-range. Bradley Bill can score in the mid-range. DeMar DeRozan, but DeMar DeRozan has elite athleticism, and Johnny Davis likes that right now. He's, he's lacking the explosiveness, explosiveness, the quick step. Really needs to work on that right now. and It, it is a concern right now. I'm, I'm trying to see where he can get playing time in this roster – because Bradley Bill is going to be the starting two, obviously. Corey Kispert on the depth chart is the backup two guard. Will Barton's your three. Denny is probably the backup three or Rui or whoever, Kuz, whatever forward you just want to throw in there and interchange. Uh, Monte Morris is your number one point guard. And then um, the backup is DeLon Wright. I heard they were, you know, the Wizards were at Dennis Smith Jr.'s workout the other day, and they were impressed. So we'll see if they bring him on the roster. But I don't think they're going to add any more guys. But looking at that shooting guard spot and looking at the playing time for Johnny, because they said they wanted him to play point guard as well, but he hasn't really done that much in the summer league either, which is, you know, I think they said to try to experiment with that. But Johnny's he's, he's just – he's really struggling with, with creation. Um, looking at my other notes that concern me too, he turned the ball over a couple times in the first half. There were some times where he would get past somebody and he would throw the ball to the side or backwards and it got tipped. One was stolen, one he got lucky, and the Wizards were able to recover the ball there. So – well, there's one play where Johnny Davis did a spin move and he fell down. That was a turnover right there. So um, the one three he took, he, he actually hesitated. He thought too much. He took a dribble, looked at the rim, and then he was like, okay, I'm wide open. And then he finally decided to shoot the three, and he made it. I was like, Johnny, please take that shot. Please take the shot. Um, and like I said, the last one for me was just the, the where he did not even look to score had the ball at the top of the key and, and hesitated and, and gave it up. Didn't even really look at the basket, which is really concerning to me. Now, Tommy Shepard on a one-on-one interview with Chris Miller from NBC Sports Washington. I'm going to pull up the quote here, and then I'm going to finally get to the chat. I'm going to stop rambling here and just giving my two cents, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you guys in a second, then we'll wrap it up for the night. Um, but this is, this, is, this is what Tommy Shepard said or told Chris Miller um, that Bradley Bill texted to Johnny Davis. Um, Quote, Bradley Bill says, hey, you're the best player on the floor. Act like it. Let's go. Get going. Pick it up. Keep your head up. Don't ever get down. You're doing great. And then the article says that encouragement coming from somebody like Bradley Bill, what that means to a young kid like that, I can't even tell you about. This is what Tommy Shepard said. So um, let's get to the chat here. I'll probably talk about Isaiah Todd just a little bit too. And like I said, I don't want to overreact from just two summer league games. I really don't. And it's tough to, it's concerning to look at other picks after Johnny Davis. You know, you look at a guy like Johnny, um, Jalen Williams from the Thunder. He's playing really well. Ochai Baji with the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, a guy that I, I like Johnny Davis. I was happy with the pick. I was happy. So I can't even act like I wasn't happy when we picked. I like Johnny Davis a lot coming out of Wisconsin. I still think there's an opportunity for him to play really, really well um, in the league. But it looks like he certainly, certainly needs some development for sure. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit up here and make a list of guys that have been playing well in the summer league, like uh, Jalen Williams. Ochai Obaji has played really well so far. Um, Bryce McGowan's looks really good. Benedict Matherin was picked before him. He looks really good. But there, Malachi Branham, a guy from the Spurs, who's from the Spurs, who I really like too. Tari Eason on the Rockets. He's playing his butt off right now. Average, basically averaging a double double right now. So um, Ty Ty Washington looks solid too. It doesn't look great, but it looks solid. I like what I see from Ty Ty. So. Um, AJ Griffin hasn't played. I like AJ Griffin too, but I'm, I'm not going to do that to Johnny Davis. I'm a I'm a fan of Johnny Davis's game. I'm still a believer in Johnny Davis, and I really want to see him play well and be successful in the league. So I don't want to overreact, 
right now. So I'm just going to get to you guys' comments and let's talk about it here. Um, the NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's start this off here. The first comment of the night is from Chimp. He says, Johnny D looking mediocre needs to show us something in the summer. Yeah, he has. And I'm not going to give him a grade or anything like that, but he's not playing well right now. He's really not. Um, Jerome Robinson was a guy that played for the Wizards. He looked really good at Boston College, and, you know, it was hard for him to be successful in the NBA because of the same reasons. You know, sometimes the game is just a little too fast for you. You don't have that quick first step. And you're a really, really good college player, but it just doesn't translate to the NBA. So I'm not going to – really compare him to Jerome Robinson, but that's just an example. And it's just way too early to overreact like Jarvis Hayes, guys like that, you know, who was Jarvis Hayes was, was picked 10 for the wizards and he was a great college player, but it just, it just didn't, it did not translate to the NBA. And I think a lot of it is confidence with Johnny Davis right now. He needs to wake up. He needs to wake up. He's got one more summer league game and we'll see what happens after that. Biggie Steve says Johnny Davis is, is uh, pissing me off. Yeah. He's not playing right now. I'm still a believer in Johnny though. I really am. Alexander C says, I'm so blown. Chimp says, evening, Ed, but we got, man. Yeah, they did. The Wizards got bullied. And this is stuff that I saw during the regular season. It really was. This is stuff I saw in the regular season. The Clippers uh, debacle. The um, game against the Knicks where Mitchell Robinson had like 10 offensive rebounds in that game. The game against the Blazers where Josh Hart had 44 points. This is stuff that I saw in the regular season. It really was. It's stuff that I saw last year. And it is a concern. It is. Um, Biggie Steve said he had at least 12 touches this game. How in the world does a number 10 pick have 12 touches? Yeah, they, they got to draw some more plays for him, but I, I'm not even going to say that anymore. It's not on the coach, and it's on it's on Johnny Davis. I, I just don't see him being aggressive. He's not looking for a shot. He's not forcing the issue. I know he's a guy that likes to let the game come to him, but the Wizards need dogs. Tommy Shepard said he said the Wizards need dogs, and he's not looking like a dog right now. He's just not. But, you know, he, did, he does have a nice Taco Bell commercial for sure. Um, the unknown ism says, "Did we draft another Jag again?" Um, I'm, it's too early to say that. It's too early to say that. Um, ben says, "I think we were feeling ourselves after last game and got whooped." That that that's possible. It's possible. It's possible. But you you should never look, you should never feel yourself after a summer league game. You should you should not do that. Biggie C says, "Johnny's looking like he might go to the G League," and that's the question mark there. I know a lot of people are saying he's not going to the G League. I don't think it would be a bad thing if he went to the G League. I'm going to name some guys. Jonte Murray played in the G League. Keldon Johnson from the Spurs played in the G League. Jordan Poole. Everybody loves Jordan Poole now, don't they, for the Golden State Warriors. He's, he's balling now. He went to the G League. He was a 28th pick in the draft. And I remember a lot of people were talking about how he struggled his first two years. And it might be a long play for Johnny Davis. And this is the thing about the Wizards organization. We are in a win-now mode because – we just pay Bradley Bill a supermax deal. If you're a win, if you're a, a rebuilding team, you're not paying somebody two hundred fifty million dollars. You're not paying somebody thirty five percent of the salary cap. You pay a guy like Bradley Bill thirty five percent of the salary cap to win now. And we're a team. We don't attract free agents. We don't get big trades. We got Porzingis, but you look at Porzingis's trade value was Bertans and Dinwiddie. Um, that's what you had. That's what you gave up for him. So that kind of shows what the league thought about Chris has Porzingis his trade value. And I think Porzingis is a great player. I think he's all star caliber guy, but 
you know, we're relying on our picks, Denny, Rui, Kispert, to really show up big, and Johnny Davis included now. And I'm looking at the playing time. You bring in Will Barton, you bring in Monte Morris. Corey Kispert played well in the second half of the year. And if, if Johnny Davis is, is playing timid and non-aggressive, then I don't see much playing time for him. I really don't right now. I just don't. If Kispert comes out there playing like he did in the second half of the year, shooting 38% from the three-point line, then I'm not really I don't see I don't see Johnny Davis getting much playing time right now. And, and him going to the G League is not a bad thing. James Booknight, who was picked 11th by the Charlotte Hornets last year, who you could argue was has more shot creation and more creativity and, and has more athleticism than Johnny Davis. He spent a long time in the G League. And the G League is not a, it's not a bad thing. It's not the end of the world. I just named a couple of players, DeJounte Murray, who's an all-star now. Keldon Johnson is a perennial star. He's a, a great starter. Um, Jordan Poole, I can name many guys that went to the G League, you know, and have, have carved out really good careers. Monte Morris spent a year in the G League. And he he's, you know, he's on the Wizards now. And he, he's going to start. Um, Big J52 says, what up? This is simple. We don't need Johnny this season at all. Put him in the G League and leave him there to be one of their all-stars. Give him Sword, Vernon Carey, Isaiah Todd, and Jordan Poole. And, and I'm sorry, not Jordan Poole. Jordan Shackle to grow with. Yeah, Isaiah Todd's going to be in the G League for sure. He is. He, he right now, he, he has a lot to learn. He's still very young, still very young. And I don't like when people say raw because I want you to explain why is the player raw. I have examples why I would say Isaiah Todd is raw. Um, physicality. He Sometimes he's overmatched in the post or down low. I don't see him post up at all. He can barely dribble the basketball right now. He's struggling to put the ball on the floor. He lost the ball one time just dribbling with his left hand. He lost the ball and the Pelicans went the other way. It was a turnover. The three-point stroke is good. I like it. I know he's worked out with Rashid Wallace. I, I compare him to Rashad Lewis all the time. That's just the type of body type and height that he has in the shooting prowess. But right now, he looks. He sometimes he does look a little lost in the sauce out there. And you can see that in the regular season too. The game against the Pacers, where he was called up, he didn't put the ball on the floor at all. Like he he's a he's a uh, east west guy. He doesn't go north south at all right now. He's going east and west with the basketball around the three-point line. He's not going north south. He's not going to the basket. He's not putting anybody in a blender or a mix. At all, right now Isaiah Todd is an East-West guy on a three-point line. Um, he did have a nice dunk, though. I'm so I almost forgot to say it. he had a nice dunk. It was a pick and roll with Perrier Henry, um, and he slipped the he slipped the he was he uh, fake set a screen, slipped to the basket, and had a nice dunk. I think that was the best play I, I saw from Isaiah Todd. But I think another year of the G League would certainly help Isaiah Todd out, and he needs to learn how to close out as well because he. The, I give you the benefit of the doubt, but you foul you foul Jay Ivey, and now you foul the big man for the Pelicans. And he is the M13. So I can't give you too much benefit of the doubt if you're if you're doing that. This is the second time he did that. Chimp says, would have liked to see Big Vern in the first team getting experience. Um, the first team, he did start tonight. He did start. I mean, I don't know how much playing time he's going to get with um the, the regular season team. You know, Todd's he's, he's gonna be battling with Todd Gibson for minutes because it's gonna be Chris Tass at the five and, and Gaff at the five and then Vernon Carey. He, he looked good. He did. I, I like what I saw from Vernon Carey. I've been impressed. I like his finishing around the rim, um, and he can score out of the post. I do like I like what I've seen from Vernon Carey. I really do. Ben says, Johnny looks beyond mediocre. I'm holding out hope that he figures it out, but he needs to get in the lab and work on getting his shot off. He's not blowing past anyone, so it's time to get creative. Yeah, I, want, I need to see some step backs or side steps or something. He's got he's to add something to his game. And, and who better to learn from than Bradley Bill himself? Who better to learn from than Bradley Bill himself? Uh, Alexander C says we are so butt at drafting. Um, I wouldn't say we're the Wizards are butt at drafting. I just think they get high floor guys. Rui's a high floor guy. Corey's a f- high floor guy. 
Johnny Davis is a high floor guy. Denny, Denny was somewhat of a swing. You know, he was the steal. He was supposed to be the steal of the draft. I don't think he's lived up to the hype of being the steal of the draft so far. And it's kind of like fit too. Like you look at Denny when they drafted Denny, they had Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill. Of course, he was going to be parked in a corner. If Russell Westbrook's your point guard, you're not going to get much usage. Like Denny had one of the lowest usage rates in the NBA. And you watch his film overseas. He was a guy that's an on-ball player, a point forward, a facilitator, a connector. And the Wizards didn't use him correctly. That certainly the rookie, his rookie year, his his growth was stunted. Now the things I say about Denny is he he showed some flashes creating with the, with the basketball last year. Had more opportunities, but you, you got to finish around the rim. You got to make layups. Got to make layups. Defensively, I thought he improved. Rui Rui um, progressed offensively, shooting the three, but defensively he regressed, and then he missed a half a season um, due to personal reasons. Um, so I think that was that was a setback that you can't ignore um, for sure. So. Um, and then Kispert, you know, he, he's a specialist. He's a three-point specialist. So you, you're going to get what you're going to get from Corey Kispert. He's just got to knock down threes. Alexander C says, remember the draft type. Yeah, I was one of the – I did. I like Johnny Davis's game a lot. I still do. I just want to see him play with confidence. He's not playing with confidence right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Chimp says, I badly want to see Johnny D bring his A game, but it's not looking good. Doesn't look like he's ready. Um, so far, he has not. So far, he has not. Uh, Alexander C says the bill sign and combined with Johnny Johnny Davis, man. Uh, we're gonna get a couple of comments and then we're we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna wrap it up for tonight. Um, Biggie Caesar says not even him not playing well. He just won't shoot the darn ball to see what he's got. That's what I'm concerned with too. The confidence he's not shooting the basketball. He's just not, and that's that's really what's what surprised me the most about Johnny. I'm sorry, I got to drink a, a little bit of water here. That's what's concerned me the most is that he, he's not been aggressive and looking for his shot. I want to say during the broadcast, they said that Wes Unsell Jr. said it and Tommy Shepard said it. Bradley Bill said it as well. So um, it's on Johnny. It's on Johnny. You can't look at the coaches. I know last year with Corey Kispert, we were like, you know, it's not an environment for a shooter because he didn't have a natural point guard out there. Cassius Winston had, was in health and safety protocols. Isuf Sanon was in health and safety protocols. So I know the reasoning for Corey Kispert not playing well in the summer league was that they didn't have guys that could create a shot for him and get him open in the flow of the offense. The thing with Johnny is, you know, you feel like his game would thrive in the summer league because the summer league is really about guys who get buckets and, and, and are go-getters. Jaden Hardy is another guy who's playing well in the summer league because his game is, is perfect for the summer league. Cam Thomas last year for the Nets. His game is perfect for the summer league because he's a scorer. Um, ben says, thank goodness, thank God Commander in camp is right around the corner to get my mind off Johnny's poor play. Yeah, I'm excited for football. I am. I'm excited for the Commanders. I really can't wait. I'm excited. I, I like Wentz. I think Wentz is a solid pickup. And, and Mc, signing McLaurin to that deal is a big move for the Commanders. So um, I'm excited. Alexander C says, yeah, Kerry looks good. Um, we'll read about five more comments here, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. I know I know you guys got a lot of stuff to say. Pat Spencer needs to play more. Chris said that. Yeah, they got one more game. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs or anything like that. I, I haven't looked at the, the summer league playoff setup, to be honest with you. I just have not. I know in the regular season, Adam Silver's talking about creating a, a uh, middle-of-the-season tournament. They are taking away the take foul. I do like that. I, I can't stand when they when teams are fouling and stopping guys on a fast break. I can't stand that. So I'm happy they're going to take away the take foul. If you don't know what a take foul is, it's when guys just stop the fast break and they foul somebody and then they raise their hand and they stop the pass break. It stops the flow of the game, and I can't stand it. So I'm happy Adam Silver is making that rule. BC says 12 attempts is something a 10th pick doesn't shoot. He needs at least 25 to 30 uh, with the rest of the team. Um, 
Warren Jackson said, stop beating around the bush, get to Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I'm catching up on these comments. Yeah, I just had to talk about the rest of the team as well. I really did. I had to talk about the rest of the team as well. So I, I had to talk about the game as well. Chimp says, I really want Big Vern, Vernon Carey over Todd Gibson. The thing about Todd Gibson, he's supposed to be the, um, quote, unquote, in my opinion, the Udonis Haslam of the team. I do think he's going to get playing time. And he did say, there was a quote saying that he, he looked at the Wizards as a team that he can get playing time on. If Daniel Gafford gets in foul trouble again this year, and he's, I'm not going to say out of shape, but he gets winded quickly, then Todd Gibson will play. He will play. And then Chris Asperzingis, you know, the injury history, Todd Gibson might get some playing time. A lot. Anthony Gill played at the five last year. So who knows? I would not sleep on Todd Gibson making an impact on this roster. You just really can't. But Vernon Carey, I would like to see him play too. I think, I think he played really well in the summer. I think he has. Um, we have 56 people in the chat. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Sharp says, look, haha, let's just trade him for a three-piece combo from Popeye's minus that dry biscuit. You guys are funny. Uh, Chris says, game seems too fast for Johnny right now. It does. It does. It looks a little too fast. That's why I think the G League, that's why when people, when people hear G League, they think it's the end of the world. It's not like Anthony Bennett going to the G League and Hashim to beat me in the second pick of the draft and go to, it's not that type of thing in my opinion. Now, it is disappointing. But if he plays in the G League, it's not a bad thing in my opinion, in my thinking. Like I said, think about it like Jordan Poole. Even though Jordan Poole was the 20th pick in the draft, we're not the Warriors, so I'm not going to compare us to the Warriors. But if Johnny Davis goes to the G League, it's not the, it's not the end of the world. It's really not. I think, I think he needs to get his confidence up. And he needs to know what works and what does not work in the NBA. I know the G League is not close to NBA level, but we've seen guys be successful in working their games in the G League and be better in the NBA. And I think he needs to learn. And uh, I think the G League would help him with that, getting used to the speed of the game. NBA Lance says Johnny Davis needs to play in the G League. Excuse me, Alexander C. Johnny needs to get crafty. Yeah, he does need to get crafty. Maybe he could work out with Drew Hanlon with uh, Denny. He, he could work out with Drew Hanlon um, and, and Bradley Bill as well. Chris says uh, Spencer over Davis. This is Johnny Wigapt because we want to save face since he's a lottery pick, but at this rate, he should be getting a lot of DMPs, coaches' decisions. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he got some DMPs. I, I really won't because it, it's gonna be a, it's, it's gonna be tough. Bradley Bill and um, Corey, if Corey Kispers out there, and let's say Corey Kispers hits six threes in a game, then I'm not putting Johnny. It's gonna be tough to put Johnny in the game. It's gonna be hard. Uh, Chimp says, "Guess he didn't get the text till after the game." <laughs> no, he got the text. Uh, <laughs> Days before the game. Days before the game. Um, ben says, I said Todd does not play well, too. He just shoots threes. I don't know what we were expecting from him when this was supposed to be his summer to dominate. Yeah, he, d- he did not play well today. He did not play well in the summer league. He's still really learning the game. He is. Major Dama says, we do not evaluate talent well. NBA Land says, we need higher ed to be the GM. I don't hire me because actually I, I like Johnny Davis too coming out. I did. I like Johnny Davis coming out. I before me it was between Johnny Davis and AJ Griffin. I I had AJ Griffin over Johnny Davis. So when John when AJ Griffin dropped to pick 10, I would have picked AJ Griffin. Now AJ Griffin has not played at all in the summer league, so I'm not able to make any remarks about AJ Griffin at all. So I'll just leave it at that. But I, I still like Johnny Davis. I really do. DC Bay 12 man says, congrats, Biggie, on your newborn. Thank you, DC, B- DC Bay 12 man. That's my guy, OG. That is my guy. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it a lot. Sharp says, look, if Tommy wanted dogs, then right now Johnny looking like a chihuahua, arf, arf. You guys are 
something else tonight. You guys are something else. Um, B Nizzle says Johnny Davis reminds me of Otto Porter, his rookie year. Otto Porter, yeah, Otto Porter is another guy. He barely played his rookie year. Kelly Oubre barely played his rookie year as well. Tommy Shepard was quoted to say that um, a lot of times rookies don't get playing time. So um, NBA Land says every Spurs draft pick has played in the G League. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That is true. A lot of Spurs, yeah, they, that's what they do. That's what they do. They send their guys to the um, G League and develop them. And there's nothing wrong with that. that that's, that's what I said. So I know, I know. I know a lot of Wizards fans are going to overreact, and if he if he's sent to the G League, they're they're just going to overreact. I already know what it is. But, um, I don't think it's a bad thing if he goes to the G League. Brother Dune says send him to the G League with the rest of them. Omer Azale says just trade the dude. We don't really need Johnny. I, I disagree with that. I wouldn't say that. I would not say that. Um, Bully says you think we could put a package together for Donovan Mitchell? I'll talk about that next week. Um, I would love to get Donovan Mitchell on this roster. I would love to get Donovan Mitchell on this roster. I really, I would love it. Um, Jay Baby says six says Glenn Rice Jr. looked great in the summer league. And look what happened. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that look good in the summer league and didn't pan out. That was Glenn Rice Jr.'s second year in the league, though. To be fair, um, that wasn't his rookie season. So, but you're right. There's a lot of guys that look good in the summer league and, and, and did not pan out. That is true. Um, Pistol Reg 44 says he needs to go to the G League. This will help him grow. The players we have, we don't need him right now. I wouldn't say we don't need him. We could definitely we could use talent. The Wizards could use any talent, seriously, especially from their young guys. Um, the defensive prowess that he showed at Wisconsin and the shot creation at Wisconsin, the, the tough shot making that he showed. Uh, the Wizards could use help, man. They do need help. They, the Wizards need help offense, shot creating offensively, defensively. They need dogs bad. They do, they need dogs bad. So. Um, the Wizards could use if, if Johnny Davis, let's say Johnny Davis came out there guns a blazing and, and looked like Jaden Hardy and put up 20 or Benedict Mather and put up 20 points, 15 points a game. I think we would all be very happy, w- wouldn't we? Uh, I think we definitely could use Johnny. But right now, the way he's playing, yeah, is looking like a, a strong possibility for the uh, G League for Johnny Davis. Uh, Chimp, Chimp says, respect Papa Ed, congratulations. And uh, Biggie Steve says, I forgot, congrats on the baby. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys. I really do. Um, so, yeah, we're going to wrap it up, guys. I really think um, – I really want to thank you guys. Swaggy says – um, he says, unfortunately, Davis is looking like Troy Brown, Troy Brown 2.0. Um, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to read some of these comments in the next – I have a mailbag episode coming up. But tomorrow I'm going to talk to Adam Marish from Locked On Nuggets just to get some insight on Monte Morris and also Will Barton and what they're bringing to the team and uh, how those guys were with the Nuggets because I did not get a chance to watch a bunch of Denver Nuggets games. They're on the West Coast. I'm I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, I just didn't get a chance to really watch a lot of Nuggets games. And there are a lot of times where the Wizards played and the Nuggets played at the same time. So I just want to, you know, fill you guys in if you guys didn't watch a lot of Nuggets games either. So I just want to thank you guys for watching and listening and making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. Now, make sure for your second listen to get up to date on the latest news and rumors in the NBA in just 30 minutes every day with Lawton NBA. Lawton NBA, your daily update in just 30 minutes. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube and hit the notification bell as well. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.